0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with California-based, Swedish-born jazz musician and very talented multi-instrumentalist Gunhild Karling. Known for playing three trumpets at the same time, she also plays the trombone, bagpipes, recorder, string instruments, and will often showcase her skills and one song, Breaking into Dance and Singing as well. She's known well for her work with Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox, along with other outfits, and we caught up with her in early May 2020 to talk about her career, this new silent jazz world we live in, and so much more. Dig it.
1: Okay, good afternoon. Where exactly are you located?
2: I'm located in the the Bay Area, south of San Francisco,
1: in 230, yeah.
2: So I, I okay. say I, I am in the San Francisco area.
1: Wonderful. So how are you holding up during this time of quarantine?
2: I think as I'm living in California, I'm very happy for the sunshine. Like, it's so fantastic because originally I'm from Sweden, and we are not overfed with sunshine. And so the second thing is that... Uh, I have a platform like YouTube and, and Facebook So I daily stream live So I play with an arm, really strong, art arm, any I mean, I play trumpet In one day and then I have trombone, Q&A on Tuesdays and Wednesdays I have sing a lot because I sing together with my kids And we play at the piano on Friday Today I'm going to have like a piano chat people ask requests. And I play we her. So one hour every day. And on Sundays, I'm having, uh, because I play together with my kids and my closest neighbors. So we live in the same house. And we play together. So that's what I do. I, that's all I do. I play.
1: Right on. Well, and I guess that's the idea during this time, you know, to keep things moving in the, in the right direction and be hopeful, realistically. Talk to me a little bit about your roots in Sweden. How did how did jazz become your life? Well,
2: so my father is a jazz. Well, he's not alive anymore. He was uh, one of the first tra- jazz trumpet players. So he like liked big band the bag and Louis and all the So a lot of them. And uh, uh, so, and he we played together when I was I was around with my family. So. Then when I was, had my own family, I started a big show with big bands. I wrote compositions and those songs I wrote, I made for big bands with strings and I had a dance troupe because I, I am very much uh, into swing dance community. So I I have a lot of hip hop and charleston shows, which I have been doing. And I think, like, that was something that came around the millennium or a little bit earlier. Now, the new thing is to be online and do live concerts for... Because everybody's hanging on Facebook and YouTube today, so I do that too.
1: Did you always want to move to America? Was that always kind of on your radar to do?
2: It was um, one dream I had. um, It's So it's complicated to just be from Sweden and just come and play in America because you need permission to play so you must have like um, some visa, it's complicated, it's easier to have a visa where that I have now and I live here for two years so this uh, and then it's easier to, to play and just be around and tour so I'm very happy I have this opportunity, I'm so happy. And it was a dream for me. And because of Postmodern Jukebox, I have been around in the whole country, like seen a lot of cities and a lot of states.
1: Well, and, and that in itself is is just a wild ride. What have you learned being a part of that outfit and doing as much as you've done with them over the years?
2: I'm, I think it's fantastic, like, so, postmodern jukebox. The whole idea of this band is absolutely fantastic, um, and I I am very thankful I had the opportunities to see um, not only the big cities. Like earlier, I was visiting New York, New Orleans, Los Angeles, and I maybe maybe a little, and I was in Texas, in Houston, and I did a little concert, but now I have been everywhere. So I met some fantastic people and there just, just been fantastic to meet the people everywhere in America.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, at this stage of your life, if you, have, like, if you have a dream tonight and run into your younger self and you could give your younger self advice, what would it be?
2: Um, oh, I love this question. Um, and I always wanted to... Oh, I don't know. I, As a joke, I used to say to myself, be careful to wish what you wish for, because always if you have come true. So, um, for example, I wanted my life... every. Everything every fantastic thing has a backside. And of course this touring around whole America, seeing everything, meeting fantastic people, exclude that I can be home with my family and my kids because I have one husband and two kids. And a fantastic house here in California uh apartment. So I was wishing that oh if I could, I had everything I could wish for, if I could only be home for a couple of days and just be with my kids. And now Okay, as I said this week, now I have been home with my kids like for months, for weeks. So that's how it is. And I also wish to play. I wanted to have a big band and a big show. And uh, so I have been doing that. It's it's a very good question. What what advice will you? Because I believe a lot of faith gave me a lot that I didn't ask for, that I'm very thankful for. So, just live your life, don't think so much. Just, that is the advice I would give myself. Just live, play, and be happy.
1: Right on. What do you like best about being a performer?
2: Um, When the music sounds good, you really feel fantastic it feels like a superpower when uh, you are in a band and the musicians play and it's like sound everything goes well together and sounds good together it feels like it's an over natural power uh, and it's fantastic to be in this power and um, to be a p- performer it's also uh, i can I have the freedom to break social rules, little, a little, not too much of course, but I can talk with everyone. I have the right to try to make people happy, tell a joke or sing a song. Um, It gives me, like, I I try to use this musical power that I sometimes feel I have. I try to use it to cheer other people up.
1: Perfect. So if you could get into a time machine and go back and see a performer at any time in history, who would you go see? And if you could talk to him after the show, who would it be?
2: I would say three, I, four people. Uh, so Armstrong, Billie Holiday, Duke Ellington and Bix. So Bix, uh, Armstrong is, my, is so, such a big part of my life because I love his sound. And the way how he raised, and so on the the way I think he was i I've never seen him okay. yeah, he died before I was born, okay. uh, but he has made a lot of records, but uh so Peter Holiday died long before I was born and died of it so far away, so I don't even know if I match my hero yeah. If I would be like, whoa, or if I would just be like, ah,
1: what is like this?
2: And you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why do you love jazz?
2: I only listen to jazz. Jazz is like everything to me because I love the melodies and I love the harmonization and the, the chord changes, the improvisations. I, of course, I love the the blue and the syncopated language uh i love uh, it also has a very social importance uh because jazz has a freedom uh that other a lot of other music not every but a lot of other music that it doesn't have so it has you spot the personality the so unique you might have a unique sound, of course you can copy but. The goal is to have a unique sound, uh, also to compose your own music. It is like an art music, like Mozart or uh, Wagner, but it is also a popular music. So to me, um, uh, it has everything and I love the periods of jazz, jazz music. And Wonderful. the geniuses that have been in this era. Fat Waller, Gershwin, you have like the composer and the geniuses. When I say Fat Waller, he's just like fantastic composer. Fantastic, in, like everything, fantastic piano player. So there's so many things combined in jazz. Also the dancing to jazz, it's like there's such freedom. And personality.
1: So, when this all started to happen, in around mid March, when did you start realizing we were entering this period of no jazz and a new world that we live in?
2: Hmm? I I understood it instance, uh, because uh, as a jazz musician, you have read a lot about the 1929 crash, the Wall Street crash. So. You know, uh, I I knew uh, like before this. I it was so similar to the nineteen twenties. How everyone you could borrow money to buy enormous flats, and like we lived over our. Uh, it, it was so similar to the nineteen twenties life, and how everyone was over happy. With there was some problems like. Of course, there were problems in the world, but and then it, it is very similar to the 1929 crash, Wall Street crash. So the thing is, I am in in America because my husband is a film and engineer, video and sound, and uh, so he has the technical knowledge. So he works in the tech con industry. And uh we have the knowledge of how to stream multi-can uh, TV programs. We can make a TV program and stream it to many channels at the same time. So uh, the 5th of March was my last gig. And then the March 15, I had my first live concert. Then I had with uh, good musicians from San Francisco, Pete Divine played drums. But then they locked down here in the Bay Area, so you are not allowed to drive between the counties. So if you live in San Bruno, you cannot come to Cupertino where I live. It's very strict here. You cannot go out without a face mask. Uh, You are not allowed to go to other people's homes. So the thing is I play with my two kids and There are three kids more and they live like close to me like less than 10 meters away from me And we play together every night because when I moved here, particularly from Sweden, I Began play jazz with my neighbors Okay, you play washboard and I uh, give a banjo to you, <laughs> you play tuba and you play saxophone. And so we have had a jam every night. Um, yes. And we play the New Orleans music like Faces with Blues, Tin Roof Blues, um, Twelfth with Rag, you know, like this. Um, and so that has... and we have been streaming live then. So it's not a professional adult band. it's like teenagers, every, everyone around us. but. I'm happy for what I have and I'm not uh, sorry for what I don't have.
1: Right on. So, my next question is, we're going to get to the end of this. We're going to get back to live music. What do you hope both the musician and the audience gets from this time away from live music?
2: I really hope that the, this whole entertainment music industry can get back to work as soon as possible. But Waiting for that, and I, you know what? I, I suffer daily because I, I listen to news here, and I'm suffering that people are um, fired from work. Like, I'm, su- I'm suffering very mentally because of that. Um, but the thing is, I hope, and I want musicians to take advantage of internet uh, because it is possible. It's possible to, for example, have Patreon and people uh and you play live and ask for donations and there are a lot of people out there who help you. Uh so I say to every musician who can who hear this just 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 play, just uh, take advantage of internet in every way like Facebook, Google. There it is possible with a hell of a lot of work, but it is possible.
1: So, my final question is this. Everyone has their perception of you, your family, your friends, your fans, that you're the one living your life. Who do you think you are?
2: You know, my whole concern is to... I see see the music as a gift, so I try to share this gift with everyone around, because music, it's like a gift to me that has made me very happy so i try to share the happiness of music with others and this is this is how i think about it i'm just um uh, hmm, what is that called in english like i'm i'm, um, I'm just an actor doing uh, a play i i have this yeah, uh, yeah i'm just a tool who, who immediate something so, if I can make people, if I can touch people, like, make them happy or make them sentimental or make them feel uh, longing or escape or something, then I'm happy. That's what I do because, yeah, it's music. It's me what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Hey, this has been very refreshing. Thank you for taking some time out today to talk to on Jazz. I appreciate it.
2: Hey, you are a fantastic journalist. How interesting questions!
0: <laughs> thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and singers in Sweden, California, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Wunhild for her time, honesty, and stories. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. Visit Jazz at youtube.com, and for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.